your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Stars podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Nash, joining you here on this Tuesday to talk about the Dallas Stars shootout win. You heard that correctly. A Dallas Stars shootout win over the Detroit Red Wings last night, Monday night. The Stars seemingly, at least temporarily, have broken their overtime slash shootout curse. Stars pick up a crucial two points. They move further ahead in the Central Division standings, no longer sixth. The Stars are into fifth, still three points back from a playoff spot. But the Stars continue their push here as we enter the final couple of weeks of the season. Uh, their push to make it into the Stanley Cup playoffs for a third consecutive year. Today's show, we'll talk about the game against the Red Wings, what we saw, what we liked, uh, takeaways from that. We'll talk about the, uh, the Blackhawks and Predators game a little bit. Those two teams, the two teams the Stars are battling for a playoff spot, squared off in the first of three games between those two clubs here over this week. We'll talk about last night's game, what it means for the Stars, what we want to see the rest of the week, and then talk a little bit about tonight's game. The Stars and Red Wings playing a back-to-back in Dallas, play game two tonight. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Let's go ahead and jump right in, though. The Stars with the shootout victory over the Detroit Red Wings last night. And, uh, you know, just on the surface, just immediate gut reaction what a relief for the Dallas Stars to go past regulation and not walk away with only a point. They were, uh, they, they had twelve. They were two and twelve in games that had gone past regulation to uh, up until last night. Uh, so far this season, uh, going against Detroit, that would have been a very, very, very bad point lost. Um, and the Stars, obviously, you know, they did what they needed to do. The Stars uh, struck early, or at least struck first, not necessarily that early, but 15 minutes, 50 seconds into the first period. Rope hints on the power plays. It's by Miro Haskinen and John Klingberg. That group, there's a lot of Stars players playing really, really well right now. Those three are, are in that group. Uh, Haskinen gets his 16th assist. Klingberg gets his 24th, hints his 14th goal. Stars take a one nothing lead in the first intermission. Then Detroit would bounce back, and, and they'd fight back a little bit in the second period. Luke Glendinning gets his fourth of the year, makes it a 1-1 game, 7 minutes, 45 seconds into the second period. Jason Robertson would answer uh, about three minutes later, uh, 11 minutes, 6 second mark. Jason Robertson gets his 13th of the year, makes it uh, a 2-1 Stars lead, Stars on top again. But then Luke Glendinning gets his second of the period, fifth of the season, 16 minutes, 55 seconds into the second period, evens it up at 2-2. Uh, you know, you go to the third period with the way the Stars are playing, you feel like, okay, maybe the Stars, you know, should should be, you know, be able to handle this, take care of this. No goals in the third period. We go to the sh- uh, overtime, pardon me, go to OT, and, uh, and, and that's about the point where I think all Stars fans go, well, you know, it was fun while it lasted. The point streak will stay alive, but, but. You know this is a, a massive point loss, but what do they do? Jason Robertson, leading the team in the uh, in the shootout, scores his first opportunity. Dylan Larkin scores on the Detroit's first opportunity, and then you have save, 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 miss, miss, save, and then Dennis Gurionov with the uh, the ninth shootout attempt combined between the two teams, ninth shootout attempt of the game. Dennis Gurionov scores what would be the winning shootout goal. The Stars were pretty dominant in this one, 36 shots to 22. 57% of the faceoffs. We we talked about on yesterday's show. In this in this point streak, the stars are riding since April 8th. 
where they're now 6-0-2. The Dallas Stars lead the NHL in faceoff win percentage. They won 50, 57% of faceoffs last night, one for two on the power play, one for one on the penalty kill. Special teams has been better, not you know not amazing, but they've been much, much better. The Stars were, were the better team for a large portion of this game, yet a very, very important win over the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, of course, Rope Hints with a two-point night. Jason Robertson gets another goal. He continues his push uh, here to, to, to make it a conversation for the Calder Trophy. Miro Haskin with a couple of assists. John Klingberg picks up an assist. And then Anton Hudobin stopped 20 of 22. Not the best night we've seen from Anton Hudobin, but he was good. He, he did more than enough for the Stars to win this game. And that's exactly what they did. Thomas Grice had a really, really good day in goal. Stopped 34 of 36 for the Red Wings. The Stars pick up two important points with the win. The Stars move into fifth in the Central Division. They now are on 48 points through 44 games, three points back of Nashville's 51, but the Stars with still with three games in hand. We'll talk about Nashville and Chicago. Those two teams squared off. We'll talk about that coming up in, in just a second, but keep talking about this game. The Stars, of course, you know they're riding an, an, now an eight-game point streak um, here over the past couple of weeks, and I think that's that's a good sign. The Stars are showing some resiliency, and yes, the, the schedule, especially over this past week and a half, has been somewhat favorable. You know, a couple of games against uh, Columbus, game against Detroit, they, but they still took on Nashville, they still took on Florida. Um, they picked up wins against Florida, a win against, a win against Florida, a win against Chicago. So, I mean, they're, they're beating some, some uh, you know, one playoff team, and maybe that's why part of the, the, the ease of the schedule has to be factored in, is they've only played one team in this stretch, we'll scratch that two teams because um, they did play Nashville once. They played three games over this eight-game stretch against teams that were are currently in a playoff spot uh, in their one zero and two against those two teams. But against the other teams that are outside the playoff spot, the Stars are doing what they've struggled to do all year, which is beat the teams they should be beating. They're four zero and zero in this eight-game stretch against teams that are not in a playoff spot, and that's what Dallas was going to have to do. They were going to have to rely on the fact that they had a a favorable stretch here, and they uh, in the middle to late portion of April, they really could start to kind of climb and, and, and make their way back into the playoff conversation, take advantage of those games, and then do what you can when you're taking on playoff teams. When you know, go five, If you can go 500 or, or a little bit above that, you might have a shot if you're beating up on the teams that you need to be beating up on. And, um, you know, that's what the Stars are doing, right? Three straight wins, two over Columbus, one over Detroit. They go for a fourth straight win over to, uh, tonight when they take on Detroit. But uh, they're doing what they need to do, which is beat up on the teams at the bottom of the division, beat up on the non-playoff teams, get themselves in a position to make a run at this thing over the last uh, last couple of weeks or so. Uh, let's step aside real quick. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, a little bit about Nashville. Chicago and, and those two teams have two more games this week, so we'll talk about what we need from them um, from the Stars' perspective. Uh, you know, and then we'll talk about the Stars uh, taking on Detroit again tonight. Uh, who's going to be in net? Everything we're expecting to see there. Uh, before we step aside, though, got to talk to you about RockAuto.com. There are so many vehicle makes and models out there. With all those vehicle makes and models, it's impossible to stock all the parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront. You go to these stores, you ask for, you know, you, you tell them what you need, and they've only got one part. You got one brand, so you got to pay one price, whatever it is, to get the part that you need because that's all they stock. Don't go through that. Go to rockauto.com. They have access. You have access to it at home and in your pocket. They've been a family-owned business, served auto parts customers online for over 20 years. The prices at rockauto.com, they're always reliably low. They've got tons of variety. Their catalog is unique. It's easy to navigate. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. While you're there, write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 
also want to talk to you about 1010. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection, 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings that were that are sure to bring joy into her life. They use only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana. Ten female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 BlueNile.com. If you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long. Find them now by searching for the words 10 by 10 at BlueNile.com. Back here at the Locked On Stars podcast. The NFL Draft is right around the corner, and the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered. It's partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insights and analysis from our Locked On local experts and the Draft Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. All right, let's uh, let's dive into. I want to talk a little bit about Nashville, uh, Chicago last night. Nashville Predators did beat the Chicago Blackhawks. That is why the Stars are up into fifth. Uh, they were a, they were a point behind Chicago going into last night. Of course, the Stars get two points. Chicago walks away with nothing. So on the surface, this is you know not a bad result for Dallas. We talked about yesterday's show. Uh, Chicago and, and Nashville are playing three straight games. This one was in Nashville. The next two in Chicago. If you're a Stars fan, if the Stars can go three and four. Against the Detroit Red Wings this week, three and four. That's six points. They've done two. They've got two of those points. So now two and three over the two and or probably two of three. I think I said three and four. Three of four. Two and th- two of three. They can go two of three over these next three games against Detroit and Chicago. Can find a way to beat the Nashville Predators in regulation. The Stars will be in a playoff spot by the end of the week with games in hand. I believe it would be two games in hand still. On the uh, on the Nashville Predators, so that's what you're rooting for. If you're if you're Dallas, this was not a horrible result for the Stars. Uh, Predators beat the Blackhawks fairly handily, five to two. Um, but you know, Blackhawks put up a decent fight. I thought 32. They had 32 shots on goal. The Nashville's 30. Uh, faceoffs were fairly even. Both teams had tons of power play opportunities. 0 for five for Nashville. One for five for the Blackhawks. Um, but you you look at this game and obviously you know last night any you know any result would have been beneficial this one is the most immediate immediately gratifying cuz the stars are able to jump chicago but if chicago had won last night the stars are sitting a, a point back of a playoff spot um you know rather than three still so so maybe long term you know chicago winning last night would have been more beneficial to dallas but in the end the the stars are in a spot where they they unfortunately have to rely on some other teams to do some, give them some help, right? They, 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 they can't unfortunately do it all on their own. They, it's not, you know, if they play well enough, they're going to be in a, a strong position, but they do need some results to go their way. And, and the fact that Nashville and Chicago are playing each other helps open up that door for Dallas. You know, I mean, you look, let's look at this week from a, from a perspective of, of these two teams, right? They've already played once this week. They'll play two more times Wednesday, Friday, both of those games in Chicago. The Stars, of course, will play Tuesday later on today, Thursday, Saturday. The Thursday and Saturday are in Detroit. So the Stars, will, so what, what we do know is obviously the Stars are going to pick up a, or I guess rather lose a game in hand uh, on these two teams. They'll be a game in hand. They'll have one game in hand on Chicago, two games in hand on Nashville by the end of this week. Uh, so so you, you do lose that. that that's, a, that's a small net. 
negative, but it's one that we know is coming at some point. If it wasn't this week, it's next week, or, you know, they're going to lose those games in hand. So they're going to lose a game in hand this week. So let's look at it from the Stars' perspective. If the Stars win two of these next three, which I think is the most plausible outcome out of all of them, I, I don't see them going four, uh, you know, winning six in a row. That's just hard to do. Um, and when you're playing the same team four times in a row, you know, you don't, you never know how the other team's going to react. And, and, you know, if you, you beat them a couple of times, they could come back really, really strong or they could fold. I mean, we, we just don't know. But let's say the Stars went two of the next three, three out of four. The Stars pick up four more points this week. The, the worst case scenario for Dallas is that Nashville wins these next two games. Nashville goes 3 0 0 against, against Chicago and, and picks up four more points. The Stars are now uh, two games in hand on, on Nashville, three points back still. They, they won't fall any further back. In this race, uh, when they uh, when they when they talk about the um, points that they have, they're not they're not further any any back. They 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 wouldn't be any more than three points back. The Stars win all four, or or these next three Stars are one point back, even if Nashville wins these next two games. So worst case scenario at this point, unless the start worst case scenario if the Stars win two of the next three. I, I don't want to get into the one of the next three or, or heaven forbid none of the next three then you're then you're in panic mode again and 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 your your uh, your ship may have sailed in terms of the playoff but stars went two of the next three worst case scenario they're they're no further out of a playoff spot than they already were even if they those two games go past regulation and Chicago loses but picks up a point the stars are three points up on Chicago if I'm doing the math correctly yeah three points up on Chicago with a game in hand so so that's your worst case scenario right best case scenario is in that situation is if Nashville wins them both the stars win two of their next three the Chicago's more or less out of it They're, they'd be sitting five points back of uh, of Dallas here with with a couple of weeks to go so you know that's that's scenario one the ideal scenario for Dallas ideal Barring winning all 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 three games, which I, I don't want to get too far into that, because like I said, I think it's just I think it's a little. I would have a hard time believing it just because of what we've seen from the Stars, even though they're playing well. For them to win six straight, even against some lesser competition, seems a little a little questionable right now. But if the Stars win two of three, so they they go three of four against uh, against Detroit, the ideal situation for Dallas is for Chicago to win these next two games in regulation in chicago in regulation because what that would do stars pick up four more points the stars would be sitting uh let me get my standings up real quick again so i can, I can give you the points stars pick up four more points they'd be sitting on 52 points through 46 games uh probably 40 47 games because they've got three games 46 points through 43 games uh, golly i'm screwing that up 52 points for through 47 games 52 points through 47 games if they win two of the next three if Chicago can beat Nashville in these next two, then Chicago's sitting on 51 points through 40, uh, 48 games. 51 points through 48 games. So they're a point back at Dallas. Dallas still with a game in hand. And Nashville, going pointless, would be sitting on 51 points again through 49 games, meaning there's still two games in hand for Dallas and they're a point ahead of Nashville. That's the path for the Stars to get into a playoff spot. Now, of course, they could win all, all three of these games, Dallas could, and, and this this could go their direction, and they're still sitting in a playoff spot. There's a lot of paths to it, but I think that's probably the most plausible path for Dallas to be in a playoff spot by the end of this week. And when I, what, the reason I go through that is to say, it's to say that there it is a there's a plausible path it, with the start way the stars are playing and, and and everything like that that the stars could be in a playoff spot by the end of this week and it sets them up if that were to happen really really nicely for the rest of their running not because they have an easy running but, but the opposite the stars can't be in a situation where they're chasing down multi-point gaps you know four or five three four five 
more than that point gaps during the, the final couple of weeks of the season because the Stars have as difficult a run in as there is. They're home against Carolina uh, on the 26th, 27th of April. Then they're at Tampa Bay on the 29th. Then they follow that up in May. They're at Nashville on the 1st of May, at Florida on the 3rd, at Tampa Bay on the 5th, at Tampa Bay on the 7th, at Chicago on the 9th, at Chicago on the 10th. The Stars have an incredibly difficult run into this season. So this, they have to be in a situation of, of power going into these final couple of weeks. They have to be in a playoff spot or right there, you know, within a point, even or within a point or two to, to really have a shot at this because they're not going to get the head-to-head opportunities against Nashville. And the Stars are, are going to face a more difficult proposition with their final seven games of the season all coming on the road than Nashville is going to run into. So Dallas desperately needs a, uh, to, to be as close to, in a, as close to being in a playoff spot, if not in a playoff spot, by this week as they can be. And it's not implausible with the way things are looking. Let's step aside. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about tonight's game between the Stars and the Red Wings. Uh, who's going to be in goal? Just kind of a little update on that. We'll bring uh, and, and all the rest. We'll bring that to you right around the corner here on the Locked On Stars podcast. Before we do, Bet Online's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA and NHL and MLB are all in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They got real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code LOCKEDON gets you that 15%, 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Back here at the Locked On Stars podcast, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now. Features analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenfora, and Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your home for all the sports news, podcast, and music that you need. That's Odyssey, A U D. A C Y. All right, let's uh, let's talk about this game tonight. Later on tonight, the Stars, of course, face the Red Wings in the second game of a back-to-back. We'll go ahead and dive into it. What we're going to see tonight, Jason, uh, Jason, uh, we will see Jason Robertson, and we will uh, probably see Jason Robertson produce uh, offense like he does pretty much every night because he is one of the best rookies in the NHL. But Jake Ottinger is who I meant to mention, and Jake Ottinger will be in net tonight. Uh, against the Detroit Red Wings, he's uh, eight five and six on the season, two sixteen goals allowed, average nine nineteen nine nineteen save percentage with a shutout under his belt. Won his last two matchups. Uh, he, he played. Uh, he started against uh, Columbus. Um, and so he uh, he'll get back in the crease tonight, and uh, he's obviously been very very good for the Stars this season. Looking to keep that up, he started both games against Columbus, both wins. Stopped um, doing a quick math here. Stopped forty at yeah, thirty eight of forty um, between those two games. So fantastic games uh, for him. Uh, he continues to uh, to shine in his rookie season. We'll see him in the crease tonight. Uh, as always, Rope Hint will be a game time decision. I would not be a hundred percent surprised. I hate to say it, not be a hundred percent surprised to not see Rope Hints tonight, uh, just because with a back to back and two games on the road coming up against the same team, maybe the Stars will keep him out. But the Stars are surging. The Stars are having some pl- have some players who are playing very very good hockey right now. Jason Robertson is obviously 
obviously been excellent. Joe Pavelski's been very good. Uh, Rope Hans, Mira Haskin, and Jamie Benn, John Klingberg, all those guys, Dennis Kurianov, those are all guys that are starting to surge here over the past couple of weeks, and, uh, and, and the team is starting to look more and more uh, like the balanced kind of attack that we had hoped they would have at the beginning of the season, a balanced kind of approach to things we hoped they'd have earlier in the year. Pavelski's up to 41 points in 44 games. Rope Hintz, 37 and 32. Jason Robertson, 33 and 39. John Klingberg has 33 points in 43 games. Jamie Benz up to 25 points. J- uh, Dennis Gurianoff up to 24. And Miro Haskin up to 24. That group that I just mentioned carrying this team, and if they can keep it going and be right around a playoff spot, in a playoff spot, they get to add uh, they get to add Tyler Sagan to that group on, on April 26th, 27th. Potentially, Tyler Sagan slotted to maybe return on the 26th at home against Carolina. That would be a big boost for this Dallas Stars team. We'll have to see how that plays out. But the Stars are surging. That's what's most important. They're three points out of a playoff spot, three games in hand. Uh, Nashville's off tonight, so the Stars, if they can win tonight... Uh, would be one point out of a playoff spot by the end of the evening. We'll bring you the latest on uh, tonight's game tomorrow morning. We'll have uh, we'll have Predators, Blackhawks information the rest of the week, pretty much the rest of the season as well, just trying to keep you up to date. But the Stars are surging. The Stars are rattling. The Stars have uh, points in their last eight games. They're 6-0-2, looking to keep that going, win a fourth straight here against Detroit later on tonight. We'll bring you the latest there. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at LockedOnStars. Follow uh, personal account as well, at KenScoreDash19. And make sure to follow wherever you listen to your podcast guess we show up in your feed every single day but that's going to do all for this one thank you for tuning in enjoy your tuesday enjoy the game we'll talk to you tomorrow you're locked on stars your daily podcast on the dallas stars part of the locked on podcast network your team every day